Now recording. Now recording. You want to fire that gun a bunch of times into the... I'm sorry, I meant uh, nerf projectile device. I didn't mean to use such a harsh word right at the yes, beginning yes, of, the, yes. of the... Hi! Welcome. This is episode Who Cares. Uh, and today is September the 4th. We're probably listening to this on September the 5th. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. We're so proud of us taking a day off that we <laughs> took our day off yesterday that we're recording this episode today. Yeah. Oh, th- I guess th- I guess today is Monday the 4th. You're probably listening to this on Monday the 4th. <laughs> <laughs> who's uh, to say? Who's to say? All right, let's get this show on the road. So, Frankfurt Motor Show, a bunch of stuff went down. One thing that I don't actually know if it went down there, but something that was revealed over the Monza weekend was the new Alfa Romeo 33 Stradale. I got that right, right? Something like that. Okay, good. The resident Italian has approved of my pronunciation. So just 33 units of this homologation will be made. And of course, this is based off the 1968 question. What? <laughs> Not a 33 Stradale race car. Uh, brand new supercar for uh, from a brand new Halo car, and supposedly the last combustion car they will make, which is, is somewhat sad. But what's less sad is that they employed coach builder uh, Caro Zuria Touring <laughs> Super Legera, who I'm guessing is also the famous one just called Touring. Or is that a different company? Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to let you go with that one. <laughs> to handle the 33 production. So good that they brought in a nice old Italian coach builder. 0 to 60 in about 3 seconds. Um, is the one statistic I decided to put down. I see. It, it, <laughs> I literally... I don't know. <laughs> and, but one other thing that I do know is that this car shares a lot of parts with the Maserati MC6, MC20, MC20, not MC60, that's not a thing. Yeah. The MC20. Uh, but it is definitely a faster version of the car, and more exclusive and more expensive. How much does it cost? If you're asking that kind of question, this car's not for you. Yeah. Oh, and for the record, there is an electric option, but most people have not bought it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know who... Boy, if there's only 33, I mean, come on, yeah, bro. Yeah, exactly. Come on, bro. Exactly. Speaking uh, of come on, bro. Uh, the ID GTI, you heard of it? The Volkswagen? It's Never. A car. Nope, not once. Nope, I haven't heard of it either. Well, it's an electric GTI. It's coming 2027. <laughs> Yeah, it's just around the corner, basically. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's only four years out. It's probably going to be three, though, because you know how they'd like to release 2027 model years in 2026? Um, So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, It's certainly a car. We saw a, like, concept of it, like, last year, I think. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. It was mediocre. (laughs) Well, speaking of GTIs, though, the Golf GTI and Golf R will be losing their manual transmission... For the 2025 model year, the Golf GTI 380 edition will be the final manual transmission. So buy Golf. it now. Yeah. Buy your uh, manual now. Manual Golfs will increase in price after this one because yes. yeah, people like them. So uh, go buy it right now. So we're adding this new car to the world. We got to take some away. 
And what better cars to take away than the Nissan Versa and especially the Nissan Altima. That's right, Nissan is discontinuing their two best-selling cars. I don't have a stat to back that up, by the way. I just read it as a comment. <laughs> That's how we like to but, do uh, news But per a report from Automotive News, these cars will be going away for the 2025 model year. Uh, no, it's kind of a rumor, but it's like an accredited rumor, but it's still kind of a rumor, so we don't have like a reason behind it quite yet. There might be some suitable replacements coming, perhaps, which would kind of make sense. All we know is that the dark day, the dark ages of the Altima are nearly to an end. We have just a few more years to come. A few more years to come? Well, mm. for the 2025. Well, so that's actually just one year. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's literally, because 2024 cars are basically out yes. at this point. Well, some of them are 20. Yeah, yeah. So it's just yeah. a year. <laughs> yeah. Smart. Smart. You heard of them? No. Yeah, it's kind of that weird-ass car that Mercedes makes. Well, know? hold on now. A 50-50 or 51-49 split between Smart and Geely, and I still didn't look up if it started that way, and I just never know, or if that's a relatively new thing. Listen, I don't really care. <laughs> the point is, if Geely just bought the Smart number the three is out. I know you don't really know what it is. Nobody really cares either. Uh, 422 horsepower, which is quite a bit for a car this size. Uh, 283 mile range, but it is the closest thing a smart car has ever come to a real car, because it actually looks like a normal car. Like it, it, it looks like basically a small crossover. And they're calling it a full size SUV because no, they're not actually. That's just you know. Anyway, uh, it's a smart car. You can't buy it here though, so nobody really cares. Right. It's Europe. Gonna gonna ramp up the Mercedes stories in order because sort of the middle one of the week, which I didn't make a full thing out of, like I don't have notes and stuff, but there's a new E-Class wagon that's supposed to be like an outbacky, sporty, deserty thing. Like some of those classic old Mercs you'd see, you know, that are just in a desert for some reason. Old Merc wagons, I don't know why that's a thing. But... Uh, the new, there's a new version of the new E-Class that is kind of built towards that, but no one cares. What people do care about is this new Mercedes concept that they've been showing off. The Mercedes, I believe, CLA class concept. It's a terrible It's a Merck's, up on, a Merck's upcoming MMA platform that is not what you think it means. I, yeah, I just heard MMA plat. I'm like, hold on, we're going no, UFC. No, they're making a new platform uh, called the MMA platform. <laughs> I swear. Uh, but it will underpin the EV's new technology uh, and the brilliant Vision EQXX, which I think we talked That's about. That's that one really stupid concept thing, isn't it? Oh. Well, what do you mean they're one stupid concept? Okay, fair. The, it's the one that's like. <laughs> The, this is another one. Yeah, I, it, it really is. But It's like, the ugliest car I think I've ever seen. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. Also, to avoid confusion, um, the joint venture with Mercedes and Geely, and it is 50-50, uh, was from 2019. Okay. And their headquarters is now in China. So, yes, it is very much... So, Smart has become a Chinese company. Yes. Um, Mini. You heard of them? 
Uh, you mean not smart, the other yeah, one. I mean the other one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, they decided it's time for them to enter the EV market, too. Nice. Even though they've already done that before, I'm pretty sure. They've done uh, it, they're they doing have it for the first time again. More models. <laughs> more models Actually, are coming. I think it was just a hybrid before. They're like uh, e-car. You might be right. I don't know. Don't really care, either. The Mini Countryman and Mini Cooper are both getting EV versions. Nice. Mini Countryman will have 287 mile range, well, up to 287 mile range, 0 to 60, 8.2 seconds on the base spec. All it's right. faster on the other spec. I think it's like 5.5 seconds on the other one. Ooh, top speed's that's... 105 on the base spec, 111 on the ma- the the top one. Uh, it's typical electric um, stuff. Yeah, honestly, nobody really cares. Uh, it does have lower range on the top spec, though. I don't remember what the range was. Mini Cooper EV is up to 249 mile range. That is with the higher spec this time because the higher spec gets a bigger battery. Uh, 0 to 62 miles an hour in 6.2 seconds. That is again on the higher spec. Uh, the lower spec was really freaking slow. It was like 9 seconds or something. I don't even remember. Um, top speed was not listed. Uh, you can probably find it though. Both of them have a big circular touchscreen in the middle of the car running the new Mini Operating System 9, which I'm going to bet is based on iDrive 9, but I don't know. That's a BMW technology. Honestly, I don't really care. <laughs> the screen is a little bit too big and a little bit too round, seeing as it's a complete circle. I don't like it at I all. avoid talking about screens because I, you know, don't care. Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, fair enough. I, I like... <laughs> When, I like when screens like first became normal but didn't start going crazy yet. Yeah. Like I think that's perfect what they were doing there where most of the stuff you want to control while you're driving is still a button. Yeah. I, I think so, any company that doesn't do that is stupid. Yeah, as far as the two cars, we don't have any information on price. Sorry, I went on our uh, you could you can look at them if you look at the links. That's congratulations. About it. There you go. Extreme H now you're probably thinking you mean Extreme E, that electric uh, rally cross championship kind of rally, kind of rally cross. It's a weird thing. Uh, it's honestly mostly like the Dakar rally, except the championship instead of one race. Uh, but and it was electric, and of course there was all sorts of other stuff like one woman, one man per car. Let's not hear your rant about that. No, no, no. I, it's not like... No, I'm just okay. Extreme H is underway to launch. That is the new hydrogen version. Originally, it was Extreme E, which was electric. Now, it is hydrogen. But it's not a replacement. It's a sister series. You have some more questions? Absolutely, you do. Here's what Mohammed Ben Suliam said about the whole thing in one paragraph. We are excited to continue working with Extreme E on their journey. I picked the wrong part of it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. This is what he has to say about Extreme E mm-hmm. in relation about the yes. split uh, to becoming an FIA World Championship. Uh, using sustainable power sources in motorsport is a key objective of the FIA as part of our long-term strategy, and the series is an ideal showcase for that. Hydrogen is an important part of the mix. Uh, We have developed a set of safety regulations for hydrogen-powered vehicles, which is part of the FIA's international sporting code now. Very cool. Now, you're probably wondering, wow, are you going to be watching this series? No, I don't watch Extreme E. I tried a little bit once, and I was like, this is just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I can't get into it, so I doubt I'll be into extreme age. But what is important is the fact that hydrogen is becoming the basis of a motorsport series, and the FIA is now into implementing regulations about it. They're getting to know the substance. So this leads to the open question. Is Formula H and or a Formula One switch to hydrogen in the works? That would be pretty dope, but probably dope, not. But probably not. Considering it's hydrogen, all yet to be seen. hydrogen tanks are really heavy. That's why they're fine for rally cars, because rally is rally. The only thing I know at this time is the Drive Project, when talking about this, announced that, or their, their tagline was, does this mean V10s are coming back? And then in the uh, comments... No. No, no, it does not. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. You know what isn't coming back either? What? Sayot. What? <laughs> the entire company is moving away from the auto industry. But I thought their well, sub-brand Cupra was doing really well. Yeah, they are. So they're giving all their cars to Cupra. Oh, okay. They're, they're literally just saying, Cupra, you make the cars now. We're going to go do something else. Um, they haven't specified what the something else is. They're or, moving to other things. Yeah, they literally just said, we're moving on to other things. What does that mean? Is this like, <laughs> this is literally what they did with Laurent Rossi? <laughs> <laughs> we're moving him to special projects. Yeah, I mean. From CEO. <laughs> this is legitimately like, I mean, Sayat's dead. That, that's what this means. This is, this is, Sayat is dead, but they don't want to say it. This is called, the, the sub-brand became, the, the performance badge became more popular than the yeah, car company. This is called nobody bought a regular Seat Leon in the last 10 years. They only bought the Cupra <laughs> They bought the stuff. Cupra, and that's why Cupra's their own brand now. So it's like, you know, here we are. All right. Uh, yeah. You know what's gone? No. My milk. And <gasps> the Ram TRX. Now, the Ram TRX, as we all know, is the uh, uh, super charged, super crazy Ram successor to the one that they just put a Viper engine into that don't hit my microphone with that <laughs> don't stop um, but it was supposed to be a direct competitor to the Ford Raptor well would you believe it over the past couple of years the Ford Raptor has won by a lot wow um, so they're getting rid of the Ram TRX it, like, it, it's not been selling well so they're getting rid of it because everyone just got the Durango if they wanted a beefy Dodge-related vehicle. Mm. A little surprising. I kind of thought it was doing well, despite having never seen them. I only recently found out, like, through this, that it wasn't selling well. <laughs> I have a I was just under the assumption what, that was it, it was... Was it Hennessy that made a stupid version of it? Who was it? I feel like the Hennessy ones have been selling better that's than what, the regular That's what Dodge I was about ones. to say. I feel like they've been selling better yeah. than the actual ones. So, so it's, it's, like... it's... No, the Hennessy version of the Ford is the Velociraptor. I think the... Is it just called the T-Rex? I think it is. I don't even know. The, anyway, that's what T-Rex was supposed to yeah. be. That it was better than a Raptor. Who knows? Speaking of better than a Raptor... Oh, the Tesla Model 3 is not better than a Raptor, but it's kind of garbage. Yeah. I mean, it's just garbage. <laughs> the, the new one we're speaking of. Well, the old, uh, yeah, new one in quotes. It legitimately they change like almost nothing on the outside. Oh yeah, should I mention brand new Model Three? Uh, no. Uh, slightly updated exterior, new headlights is basically all you get there. They made the car one inch longer. 
Didn't really change much else about the outside. They added some, like, new badges somewhere, I suppose. I didn't actually see them. They say they did. Uh, new interior. That's basically the gist of it. They supposedly made it more lounge-like. Oh, okay. So you can be lounging in your Model 3 while you're supposed to be driving. Uh, they also added more soundproofing and made the windows a little bit quieter, so it's just quieter interior overall. Added some more speakers to both speaker packages, so the one that had like more speakers now has 17, and the one that has few now has 9. Uh, I, I don't really care. Uh, it's oh, up to those four. were the actual numbers. <laughs> no, those were the <laughs> 17 speakers and 9 speakers. I don't know why I remembered that. I just did. Um, it's 421 mile range. Well, up to. That's if you get the long range version oh, with like okay. the shitty motors, I think. Um, and in other Tesla news. Actually, before you move on, oh. I just want to comment about this new Model 3. I do not want to defend Tesla in anything they do. I just want to say this is more than a regular facelift for a car would do. It may not be like a new... No, it is more than a facelift. I like This does qualify as a new generation. I'll give them that. Okay, that's what I was doing. It's just we're giving them the same shit that a different car company would get if they called this a new generation. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> like the, the recent Mustang. Exactly. We did this exact same thing, despite with, the with fact the that Mustang. it yeah. actually is a new generation. It's like, fine, we're still going to do shit It is a new generation of Mustang, but it wasn't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but exactly. Fair. Uh, but also, Tesla faces fines of up to $131 million. Again. Because of a special mode that they allow, which enables, which disables the nagging reminders to pay attention to the road while you're using your self-driving features, which are legally required. Nice. So... Uh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> we should, um, we should, and this is an official investigation by the NHTSA, yes, by the it way. Is. We should make a second jingle for NHTSA investigating Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, if it happens again within this month of September, I'm making the jingle. All right, that's well, you might as well just start now. Well, because that's the deck, well, cause with the fourth thing I said next week, and I don't want to make it next week because it's not going to be next week. Mm -hmm. Those are spaced out a little bit. Yeah. But it's like they're it's like every it's like every month, but we're you know it's the fourth of the month. Yeah, it's very well can happen again <laughs> this month. All right, well, I think that's the, I think we're wrapping up there. I die. Where's Audacity? Where did I put dying. it? There it is. Bye.